Does Toronto have the hottest rental market in the world right now? Find out on today's episode. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Welcome back to the show and thank you so much for listening. On today's show, I have a very special guest, Roman Bodner. Chuck Roman is a, well, he does a lot of different things. One of the things he's probably most known for is his company called N5R, which is a sales and marketing company for real estate developers. Uh, but he is also a developer himself, an investor, um, uh, definitely an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur, always starting new businesses. And he's been investing in real estate for a very, very long time. Uh, and you'll hear more about that and how he got started. Incredible story on today's episode as we're chatting with him. And he believes that Toronto is the hottest rental market in the world. And he's got some very interesting, his, new, his latest business is uh, looking to tap into that and to the sharing economy. So he's going to tell us a little bit about that company there. And he's also got an interesting proposition for landlords. So if you are a landlord out there and you own a property with in the, you know, in the city of Toronto with three or four bedrooms, then you'll definitely want to listen especially closely to this episode because he's got a specific offer that is of interest to you. Um, and yeah, so I'm looking forward to sharing this episode with you. Once again, make sure that you're getting my weekly email updates. If you're not already, become a subscriber to my weekly emails. Learn more about unique investment opportunities that you don't hear about anywhere else. How do you sign up? Just go to truecondos.com and sign up anywhere on the site and you will be part of that exclusive group who's receiving uh, those emails from me every week. If you like this show, if you could leave a rating or a review on iTunes, that'd be great as well. Here it is, my interview with Roman Bodnerchuk. All right, great. Roman, welcome to the show. Thanks for uh, being here. Really excited to chat with you today about real estate and all the crazy, amazing projects you're, you're working on. Thank you, Andrew. It's great that you uh, made it to our office here in Yorkville today. It's awesome yeah. to see you. It's been a long time, so I'm really excited yeah. you came today. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, you're, you're, we've sort of been following each other, I think, online mostly over the last like 10 years in the real estate kind of marketing uh, space. But uh, yeah, it's great to just, I feel like we talk all the time, even though yeah, this well, is like I'm, the second time we've ever seen each other face I'm, to face. I'm one of your <laughs> raving fans. I think you're, you're, you're absolutely um, one of the best um, sales and marketing experts in the condominium field I've seen anywhere in the world. So I'm a big fan wow. of, of the work that you've done. Um, and I pay close attention to all the things that you do. So, um, I'm really excited that we're having this conversation. Wow. Today. That's very kind words, uh, especially come from you really appreciate it. Um, hopefully I live up to the hype and your expectations here today <laughs> on this, this conversation that we're having, but yeah, so you're just, you're, you're, I've sort of, I've seen you over the years, you've been involved with all sorts of different areas of the real estate market in Toronto, outside of Toronto, you have your own projects, which you've just been talking to me off, you know, before we started recording about, as well as you're representing so many like big clients and big builders locally around the world. Um, so I think you have a really interesting perspective on things. So you just made an interesting comment right before we started recording, which was maybe we'll start there, which was, um, the, you said the, well, I'll let you say it, but rental market in Toronto. Talk to us about that. Yeah. So, you know, Andrew, I'm from Toronto. My first um, property I bought, I was 14 years old here in Toronto near the High Park area. I was able to convince my hold mom. Hold on, hold on. 
You just slipped that in. He said, I think, what'd you, 14 uh, years yeah. old. So I went to a You bought a property when you were 14 years my old. First, my first property I ever bought, I was 14. I went to a Raymond Aaron <laughs> real estate seminar. It was a weekend seminar. I was okay. so excited about buying At 14. Rental, age of 14. Why did you decide to, at 14, even, th- why were you even thinking about real estate? Like, that's so, very unusual. So it's I amazing, had, yeah, obviously, so but I had really, take me back I, a step. I, yeah, sure. I had bad asthma as a kid. So all my, all my best friends were were athletic so they're all doing tons of sports and I couldn't do all the sports they were doing so I thought well maybe I could do some business stuff so I saw an ad in the newspaper this guy Raymond Aaron was doing a real estate seminar it's at York University it's a whole weekend seminar so I went and I thought this is kind of a simple formula I mean you you buy something the bank gives you 80 percent of the money as long as you got rents that support it you can make money like it didn't seem that complicated to me so the challenge I had is when I went to talk to the bank about this, they said, well, we don't give mortgages to 14-year-olds. So I had two, <laughs> my two biggest sales. They're funny like that. Those yeah, they're, they're a bit tough. The, you know, the, no stress test back then, but it was still tough. So <laughs> I had to convince my parents and my aunt and uncle, two partners, um, to co-sign on the mortgage and, and to do it. So I, I had some of the money, but not all the money. So we bought a, a, du- a duplex um, just off of High Park Road. And what happened was, my dad was a contractor, so I knew that you could renovate things. So we created a basement apartment very quickly. Where I was able to rent that very quickly. And then within 100 days, went to the bank and said, look, we have a triplex now. Here are the new rents uh, versus the old rents. We got it reappraised. And within 100 days, they came back and said, oh, this is the, the, new, the new value. And we could take money off the table. So uh, this is amazing how you could buy a place 100 days later, refinance it, and with wow. that extra money, I convinced my two partners, my parents, my aunt and uncle, to buy the place right next door and do the exact same thing. So over the last 35 years, I've done this hundreds of times. I've done this now in a dozen countries. And I love rental properties. And Andrew, I've been into some pretty bad uh, economic times. So I don't know if you remember, you know, it, we weren't hit as hard in Canada, but I was living in the United States. We had an office in Las Vegas. I lived in Florida. Uh, but 100% of our clients uh, between 2005 and 2009 were in the U.S. Okay. So imagine your real estate marketing company in the U.S. And, and the real estate market crashes. Like when it crashed, Andrew, in the U.S., it was really bad. Yep. I didn't know there were so many chapter 7, chapter 11. Like there's a lot of chapters. Like literally we had 20 clients, 18 had filed for some form of bankruptcy that year. Mm-hmm. So I've seen real estate go up and down. What's exciting about what I can tell you is when you own rental properties that cash flow positive, even when, when the market crashes, and even when the prices fell 50%, which is what I, which I lived through in California mm-hmm. and Florida and Arizona and South Carolina, where literally yeah. properties were half, my cash flow positive properties weren't affected. As a matter of fact, my rents went higher because a lot of people lost their homes. So I'm a raving fan of rental properties as long as they cash flow positive. That's always been my right. criteria. Right. And for the last 20 years, I've worked with the best developers on the planet in, um, in 15 countries, number one or number two developer in the world. So with really smart people. And I've learned that if you buy properties that cash flow, doesn't matter the market conditions, you're always gonna do fine. So to answer your question, never in my life have I been more excited about a rental market than Toronto. This is the hottest rental opportunity I think we'll see in our lifetime. And again, this is a guy that's been here my whole life. Yeah. And I can tell you, this is the hottest rental market in the world right now. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, we, I've been preaching it on the podcast and, and to uh, people on my email list, obviously, for years. And, and the, the numbers are incredible. They're off the charts. The growth in rental rates and everything. The demand for rentals is incredible. But um, 
why is this not maybe a bigger story or why, why are more people not paying attention to what's happening in the market, do you think? I think people don't understand what's happening. We had a data scientist that we've worked with for the last six months. I mean, they're talking about like a world-class data scientist doing comp analysis uh, of Toronto rents. And he would bring me in on a weekly basis saying, Roman, I think I'm doing something wrong. And I say, Parhan, like there's nobody smarter than you. Like this, I don't believe it. Let's look at this. We'd be doing rental comps mm -hmm. and literally week over week, we'd see rents going up 10%, like literally in a week. So what you're seeing in the press right now, you're seeing Toronto rents are up 15%. Yeah. We believe it's way higher than that. What's happening in, right now in Toronto is there's more tech jobs that were created here than the three biggest other tech centers in North America combined. Like there's more tech jobs created in Toronto last year than Silicon Valley, than LA, New York combined. Really? So, wow. you know, this week, you know, IBM decides to move all their, their people to downtown Toronto. I mean, these things have massive effects on us. So what's happening is we have a very high paid professional worker mm -hmm. that wants to live in downtown Toronto and there's no accommodation for them. Right. So the rents are off, off the charts. So um, I think there's a bunch of macro and micro forces in play. So if you're a landowner in Toronto or a landlord in Toronto, this is you know, the right place, the right, right time in history to be, to be a landowner. I think the reason you don't hear more about it is being a landlord is a really hard job. It's a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. um, I've been a landlord you know, for 35 years. It's hard. It's, it's difficult. And as you get a sophisticated millennial renter, let's talk about this millennial renter. Right. This is a, a, a demographic that doesn't like to do things and they expect things on demand. So you've got um, a, a tenant that is so difficult, that has such high expectations, mm -hmm. and being a landlord is already difficult. So what we're creating, and, and we'll get to this, Andrew, my, the company we're creating, right. it's, a, it's a management company to help landlords deal with the pressures of, of what is it like to, you know, dealing with a renter today, because uh, it's, it's much more difficult than it was. So the good news is the rental rates are, are off the charts, the bad news is you have a tenant that has tremendously high expectations. Okay, so which leads us to, I guess this, you're leading us into the to sociable living, which is your new venture, your new idea, your new brainchild, which you're working on, so sociable living. Uh, tell us what it is, but it looks like it's kind of like a, it's a, it's a, it's a we work for living, for renting, for renters. It's a, it's a co-working sort of, idea taking that which is a multi-billion dollar enterprise now we're sitting we're doing this recording in a in a co-working space and you're taking that concept and bringing it to rental so tell us how it works um you know how'd you come up with this idea is it has it been done elsewhere is this is it going to work is it proven is it yeah are you is it a big risk like what how, how are you give, approaching let give, it let me give you some background now obviously you know a lot of this stuff andrew but some of your listeners might not even know what we work is for example so sure seven years ago there's a company that gets started israeli an israeli guy has this idea about going to landlords and saying i'll rent your office floor uh and maybe i'll give you 30 dollars a foot and i'll renovate it make it really cool and hip for millennials and i might rent it for 60 dollars so Regis Business Center had been doing this for 30 years before that. So this was not a new idea. What WeWork did was really understand their demographic, this millennial market, and really understood how to make it cool and hip. And that's what they did. And today, so fast forward seven years, WeWork is the third most valuable private company on earth today. So there's only, the only ones more valuable are, are Uber and Airbnb. Wow. And there's WeWork. So they're the largest landlord uh, in the world today. 
What's interesting about WeWork is, you know, they don't own any real estate. Right. So the, the model was about leasing at X amount per foot and yeah. subleasing at that uh, at a different rate, right. but providing services. So co-living, uh, in my opinion, is a much bigger opportunity because residential real estate is a trillion dollar business. And there's been zero innovation in residential real estate. Again, I, I can only speak for, for my last, you know, 35 years being in the business, but 58% uh, of landlords don't use a computer. So think about 58% of landlords don't use software. Right. So just think about what other business would be sur would survive today right. if you didn't use software. But 58% right. of landlords today don't use software. So there's been zero evolution. There's been zero innovation in residential real estate. So if you rent mm. a property in 2018 or if you did in 1960s, it's really the same thing. So the landlord wants a 12-month lease. You've got this incredible move-in process. You've got to go buy all your stuff. You get movers. Uh, you've got to set up your own utilities. If you've never had a utility mm -hmm. thing, you've got to pay deposits to utility companies. Moving sucks. M moving basically. the entire process. Everyone, it's just sort of a, a known fact. You ask anyone, do you want to move? No, moving sucks. The pain of it is, right. it's, it's of, you know, in terms of, of in terms of yep. stress, there's like death, divorce, and then there's moving. Right? These, yeah. these are kind of our, our most stressful moments in life. So we believe there's, just like WeWork has done on the office rental, we believe that there's room in innovation in terms of residential real estate. So let's talk about the problems. The problem is, and we'll bring it down to Toronto. So right now we have a couple hundred thousand people in Toronto living with roommates. We also have a few hundred thousand other adult children that have professional jobs living at home. Yeah. We have more millennials living at home. These are, these are graduates. These are graduates with jobs. They're living with mom and dad because they can't afford to move out. And here's why. It costs between twenty-five to $35,000 to buy all the furniture that you need in your place. You've got to convince a landlord to rent to you. And then when you realize the average millennial is making, let's say, $60,000 per year, but the average you know, one bedroom is $2,200 a month, the numbers don't line up. So now right. they've got to get a roommate. So now what, how do you get a roommate? So they're going to Craigslist or Facebook. They're trying to find somebody that's not crazy to live with. And then what happens is one person's clean, one person's dirty. They've got to figure out how to collect $82 a roommate, uh, you know, uh, yep. lent them. There's all these nuances of, of having a roommate, which isn't fun. So we believe there's a better way. We believe that by furnishing to hotel standards. So imagine moving into a place that it's like staying at a Four Seasons or Ritz-Carlton where there's brand standards where you know exactly it's a Casper mattress and you've got certain kind of thread count sheets and you've got certain toiletries. So imagine that type of experience where the cleaning uh, is done professionally every okay. week. So your roommate's right. not messy. Every week there's cleaners. Imagine you have to worry about getting the Windex or the, the toilet paper. That's all done for you. All you got to worry about is your groceries. Right. So what we're creating is a better user experience for people living with roommates, and that's called sociable living. We also believe that um, we live in a society which is very connected to social media, but no one has any social friends anymore. So people aren't socializing. If you look at people out, they're staring at their phones. Mm -hmm. So we think by creating an environment with really cool, fun roommates that you want to live with, mm -hmm. you're going to have a better life. And we know all the studies about longevity and happiness relate to your close relationships. So most people are living in a condominium by themselves. They don't know their neighbors. They're lonely. Right. They're sitting there on Instagram wishing <laughs> they could go and have friends. They don't have that. Right. So we believe there's a better alternative. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're going to offer people. And we're starting in Toronto. So that's all sounds amazing. Have you, have, is it still at the idea stage or have you, have you got any properties yes. going now so or we've, tenants? So, yeah, two things we've done. So we're renovating our first property. It'll be open November 1st. So it'll be our, our first, kind of our flagship location. It's in an area called Wallace Walk. 
it's literally 100 steps from the um, Up Express train. Right. Uh, we, the reason we yep. think this is important, and we spent three years scouting the location, was you can walk 100 steps, and you can be on the Up Express, and you can be at Union in under eight minutes. So imagine, right. you know, air condition, $6.50, you're at Union. You couldn't take a Ferrari, a Tesla any quicker. I mean, that, you know, Uber <laughs> can get you there even cheaper. Oh, definitely so, not quicker. <laughs> so, so, you know, we picked the perfect location, and, yeah. we, and we believe it's the next Liberty Village. You know, we had an office in Liberty Village a decade ago before it was kind of cool and hip. We think this has all the, the, the semblances of what Liberty Village is going to yeah. be like. So this is the same kind of feel. Yeah, it's a it great area. Like a lot going line. on. A lot going on there. Yeah. A lot going the on. transit got, connection, the, the, the Up Express has really changed it a lot. And, and even the pathway, that the, the rail path they have that goes four kilometers one way, now it's expanding right into Liberty Village. So you can literally walk or bike ride right downtown, not get killed. So it's really exciting. So that's our first location. We also have an agreement with Timber Creek, which is one of the largest land uh, lords in the, in the country. Okay. They're giving us an entire floor of a 40-story oh, purpose-built tower. Okay. So our business model is to develop our own uh, units as well as partner with the real estate developers. Right. And the reason I was excited to talk to you today, Andrew, is I know you have a lot of um, landlords that maybe love real estate, yep. love the idea of owning real estate, and, right. and there's no better place in the world to own real estate than Toronto. But don't want the the brain damage of, of dealing with tenants. They don't want to be a landlord. They don't want to be a landlord, right. and I get it. Having been a landlord for for decades, mm -hmm. it's it's hard work. And the good news is there wasn't really a solution before. I mean, Airbnb is a great solution if you want to do short term rentals. But what right. if you don't want to do short term rentals? What if you want to have you know annual leases, um, and you want somebody to take care of all that for you? There really wasn't um, a viable alternative. We believe we're offering that. So what our, our mandate is we're looking for newer properties, you know, built in the last five or 10 years, yep. three or more bedrooms, which I know is tough to find. But yeah. when you look at most townhomes, semi-detached, those kind of, there's a lot of, you know, three, three bedroom units in those. But we're looking for landlords that will, you know, we're going to give them great market rents and we want to mm -hmm. do 10-year leases with these, with these landlords. Hold on, 10-year leases? We'll do 10-year leases wow. um, with, with any landlord that has three plus bedrooms uh, in some core in some core areas. So obviously that's going to be very attractive to I think a so. landlord with yeah, a two we're, or we're, three we're bedroom paying, unit. We're paying market rates and we're doing 10-year deals. It's like, yeah, it's like basically 10 years of guaranteed rent, pretty much no no vacancies. No vacancies. No turnovers. No turnovers. No move-in, move-outs. None of that stuff. So you're just like, here, I'll lock it down, five, ten years. Yeah. And no I'll pay you than, every and month. And that's what WeWork has done. So WeWork comes yeah. in with 10, 15-year leases. So we right. want to do the same on the residential side. And we'll manage it. So so how do the numbers work? I mean, uh, as an investor and as, you know, a lot of people listening, just they think, wow, it's a really cool idea. Like, can you give us a, I don't know, if secret sauce or whatever, but... Uh, just can you give us a rough idea? Like how do the numbers work? Sure, you're, like simple. obviously you're going to make a profit. So how, yeah. so like you rent it for how much and then yeah. you sublet it out? And Fair. So let's say we're renting at $2 a foot mm -hmm. and we're subletting it out at $4 a foot. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's there's a spread. Now when we add the utilities, the furniture, the cleaning, all the hotel sheets, the towels, because again, we're providing like hotel-like service. We believe right. the margin will be 20%. It's no different than when the Four Seasons or Marriott or any hotel you ever stayed in. Yeah. Those hotel brands don't own any real estate either. Right. They have uh, an agreement, a management agreement with a landlord. A lot usually, of people don't realize that. Yeah, they don't realize yeah. that. So when you're usually, at the Four Seasons, Four you're seasons, not really at the Four Seasons. They don't own any real estate. So, <laughs> yeah. so every hotel you've ever stayed at, is it's a, it's a, it's a management agreement right. with a landlord. So we're offering the same agreements and the same levels of service. 
So we're going in, outfitting the place, everything from, from painting to all the things that you'd have to do, and we're running it like a brand. So just like, like if you were to sublease your space for 10 years to a Four Seasons or Marriott, it's the same thing. Right. And every five years, we throw out all of our furniture, we start all brand new, and hotels, you do a 10-year cycle. So that's our right. business. Um, and I think under the new Airbnb rules, or I don't know what, the, what they call the new legislation that's coming to Toronto, a lot of landlords that have a lot of rentals and they're doing Airbnb, they're not going to be allowed to do that uh, moving forward unless it's your primary residence. You can't do Airbnb. So we think a lot of landlords will be interested in our model because yeah. um, it will comply with, with the new legislation. So we and think you're, it's a, are you allowing like the tenants, I, I guess, I'm assuming you, the tenants can move around to different yeah. properties. Is that so a big is, perk for the tenants? So this is you huge. can live in Liberty Village for six months and I'm going to go check out Yorkville. This you is the just, biggest perk we have. So you for just 20 pack your years, suitcase and you're gone. You got it. For 20 years, I've been pre-marketing. We've been pre-marketing condominiums. So that's been yeah. our, our, our business for 20 years. We've done 10,000 transactions. What, what gets people to buy a condo are the amenities. They see the pool, the gym, the, the sauna, the steam room. Like, oh my gosh. Now, they may never use those things. But that's most don't. Most don't use it. <laughs> but they buy because And, and of they got to pay those condo fees forever as a result. But that's yeah. what, what gets them in. We believe the new the amenity that everybody wants today, moving forward, this millennial and even the generation behind the millennial, it's called freedom. Right. And freedom gives you a chance to, you can rent from us today at Wallace Walk, and then let's say in six months or in three months, your job changes, and you want, maybe you have, you have a, a job now in Mississauga, and maybe our Kipling location is better for you, or your job shifts and you, you're now working in Scarborough, and one of our other locations work better for you. With our lease, you can absolutely, with 30 days notice, move to any of our other properties that are available. So instead of you committing to that year, which you would in any standard, standard lease, and you're locked into it, then you've got to try to figure, you know, how do you get rid of your lease, all mm -hmm. that, and the pain of moving and the cost of moving. Right. The average move, Andrew, just on a one-bedroom apartment is $4,000. Yeah. So, I mean, these are all costs yeah. that you've got to factor in. So the fact that all you've got to do is bring your toothbrush, your backpack, and we can move you in in five yeah, minutes, right. this, is, this, is, this is a game changer. Right. So I think um, our business is predicated on people living with really cool people that we've done criminal checks, background checks, personality surveys, and interviews with. So no one's got a more thorough vetting process okay. for your roommate. And we're building an app that's, uh, there's a dating app called- If you called, don't like your roommate, you can just move. You can, you can, just, <laughs> you, you can absolutely just move. Yeah. And you have the freedom to do that. Right. So we're trying to take all the hassles of roommate and all the, all the, all the things that constrain real estate. Yeah. And because the millennial, the average millennial is now working nine months uh, at the same job. They're not, they're not there for five right. years like it used to be. Right. So they want freedom. And we're also working on co-living- uh, exchange program with other co-living uh, companies around the world. So if you'd get a job offer in New York or right. LA or Miami, okay. we're working on an exchange program that you'll be able to have an exchange. So it won't just be our inventory that you can move into other right. companies. So we'll be the first company to offer that as well. Yeah. So we really think this freedom is going to be the ultimate amenity that we can offer. And I think it's going to be um, much more exciting than the pool that nobody uses or the gym that people aren't going to. So how much, like, from the tenant perspective, the, the, your typical target, millennial that you're targeting, young professional, like, what are they paying for a room uh, in your space versus just, like you said, getting their own apartment altogether? Is yeah, it, it's around it, 2000 a month. So I think $1,950 per month is our starting price. Okay. Um, so it sounds like it's a lot of money until you see what's included. And right. once you break down utilities, cleaning, 
you know, Wi-Fi, cable, internet, once you break it all down and you look at, okay, so if I was to move into my own, yeah. you know, one bedroom or studio, a studio it's, it's is, less expensive. A studio is 2000 a month downtown right now. Right. And that's unfurnished. Unfurnished. So, so yeah. we have literally the best, hottest And you're designers. locked into a 12 month lease. 12 months. So we're putting in like, this is like living in a showroom yeah. at, you know, West Elm showroom. So you're living right. in a showroom. Right. And you have zero stress. So if some, if the TV was to break, if something like it's like, you, and you what's included? So it's I all assume inclusive. internet. Everything's included. All utilities. All everything's included except your food. You have to buy your own food. Right. Other than food, <laughs> everything else is inclusive. Right. So we think we could made you it see payless. like is your goal longer term goal to have to build an entire building where the entire building is. 100%, you know what I mean? Like I think it's going to move that way. And I think Has anybody done that in New York or elsewhere they yet? Are, they are. So there's a lot of companies. There's a company called Common. There's a company called Ollie. It's happening already okay. in New York. It's happening in, in, in Silicon Valley. So Toronto, we're a little bit behind on right. this trend. But I think the fundamentals actually work better in Toronto than some of those other cities. So this will happen. And I think what we're offering is a service level that people will never go back to. I'll give you, I was speaking to right. some friends last right. night. We talked about cleaning services. Once you've had a cleaning lady, if you've stayed a night in the Four Seasons, you you get a, a sense. It's of hard what to it's, go anywhere else. <laughs> it's hard to go down. <laughs> but even simple things like once you've it's had so true. a cleaner, once you had some some yeah. clean your home, you never go back. Right. So what, yeah. what we believe is, even if you outgrow roommates and you want to, once move, you move without hiring a moving truck, right, you never go back. <laughs> yeah, or having one bill on yeah. your credit card. What, what makes sense? Everything is built. So we think what'll yeah. happen is, as people move and they want to move on, maybe it's a couple they want to live on their own to a one bedroom. We actually think they're going to want social living to manage that for them. So even though they'll be paying us a twenty percent premium, we still believe they're going to want those services. So we're starting off the business on a roommate model with, you know, two, three, two, three bedrooms. But we actually believe that the customers, as they evolve right. to their own single, okay. single unit, they're going to want so it. So they to, get married. To, they get married. They're still going to want it to they use want us their own place. to manage their lifestyle. Because just think about it, Andrew. If you're working and you've got to take a day off to meet the Bell guy or a day off to the, meet the Rogers guy yeah. or David, like we can't do yeah. that. We're too busy. Right. And people understand the value of time and money. So if I'm charging yeah. a twenty percent premium, we know people will be very happy to pay that twenty percent to right. take all the aggravation away from them. Right, and I mean it goes to demographic trends as well with people staying single longer, right. getting married later, having kids later. So people need places to live, you know, for much longer than they did. 10, 20, 30 years ago. The ages are changing. You know, our but average they're making customer, more and more money. They're making more money. So the average, our average customer is actually ages 30, not 20, as you might expect. Right. Um, there's an interesting thing it's, that happened in our, our neighborhood. There's a beautiful house across the street from us, and it, and it was sold. as a you know, beautiful you know, $3.5 million house. And I noticed they had six cars. So I met my neighbor, and I said, you guys have a lot of cars. I said, <laughs> well, here's what happened. We thought we were becoming empty nesters because all of our kids went to professional schools. You know, one's an engineer. Uh, one's an accountant, one's a doctor, like all, all really yeah, successful. Sure. Well, what really happened were they got jobs in Toronto and they couldn't afford to move out. So all the kids moved back in their home. Now they're yeah. juggling six cars. Right. So this millennial, even though they're oh, working yeah, professionals, they can't yeah, afford if you to live move out a, on their own. You, ever, you could live in a $3 million home or you could rent some studio condo. So yeah. That's right. That's <laughs> a lot right. Of, a lot of those people yeah, are choosing that. But if they had a full service four seasons sort of option experience with really cool yeah. people. 
Right. So that's what we're doing. So we're excited to talk to you know any landlords that love real estate but don't want the hassles of, of being a landlord. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some there's some successful companies. I had lunch today with a company called Air Sorted. Air Sorted is a company that um, they help people with short-term rentals. If you want to do like uh, Airbnb rentals, but you don't want the hassle, right. they do it for you. They're so like a manager of Airbnb, like a manager of Airbnb. Okay. And they deal with the cleaners and changing the sheets and towels. Right. So there's a lot of people that love real estate, Andrew. I'm sure over the years you've met lots of people who love it, but they, yeah. they're they scared uh, or the pain of, of, or that one bad rental experience has scarred yeah. them for life. Right. And they don't want that business. So sure. we want that responsibility. We want to be your manager if you have, you know, a three bedroom plus place in, in downtown Toronto. Interesting. Wow. Very cool. Uh, so if, if people are out there listening and they want to rent a place from you, like what, are you taking rental applications yeah, for these yeah, for your we, November 1st? Or, yeah. What's or amazing is we haven't, you know, done an ad or anything. We already have a few hundred people on a waiting list. Uh, so it's exciting. So it's called wow. sociableliving.com. And so we know there's a tremendous need and our issue now is getting more inventory. Right. So yeah, but sociableliving.com is where people can register and then get on a wait list. Right. Um, and, and again, there's a screening process. We do, again, we do criminal checks. We do background checks, personality. You know, we're looking for really great tenants that want to have a fun a living arrangement. So we're not looking for people that are just looking for a room. We're looking for people who want to have uh, build a great community with us. Right. Um, so it's a special kind of tenant we're looking for. Um, but we're excited about the growth in Toronto, and we'd love to to meet any landlords uh, also that 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 have inventory that uh, want to to rent us places. You know, for five ten year leases. Wow, interesting. Um, let's shift gears a bit and and. Let's talk about the Toronto real estate market in general. Like, um, again, very just interested to hear what you what you think about it, having experience around the world, having experience in many other markets within Ontario as well. Like stepping aside from the rental market now and just looking at price, the you know, the resale market and the pre-construction market. What uh, what do you what's your take on on what you know, what the market looks like today and, and you, you know, know, specifically talking to the real estate investor who's you know, looking I, for opportunities. I think what's exciting, you know, Andrew, and, and um, I've been negative on Toronto uh, previously a couple years because I thought correction was, was coming. And here's the good news. The correction happened and prices are back to where they were and it's going to continue <laughs> to go. So yeah. I was warning about this correction and okay. it really did happen. At one point we were down 20%. Like, believe it or not, things did, did correct. Um, but the good news is we've, we've survived the correction. We've survived the most difficult, um, stress test. Like there's no country in the world that has this ridiculous mortgage stress test that we have, but yet, um, our prices, it's the stupidest, craziest thing. And eventually that'll be over that, that somebody will get rid of that legislation. But regardless, despite our correction, despite the stress test and all these crazy rules the government has put on us, despite all that, yeah. our market continues to grow. Right. So I, I think that Toronto has, has survived yeah. this test very well. And I think in 10 years, people that had an opportunity to buy today are going to hate themselves. What do you like, how do you, what do you make of the market in the fact, like you, like you said, you've seen these big crashes in the U S where you've seen sort of this relationship between the rental market and the resale market where, you know, they tend to, if one goes going down, the other tends to go up. What's interesting is in Toronto, like the rental market is shooting up and the, the resale, this, you know, the, the for sale market is also, uh, shooting up you know, especially the condo market, like both going up together at the same time at a very high rate. What does that, how do you interpret that? 
I think it's what everything does that tell about, in my experience in real estate. It's always about employment, and yeah. I think we're, we we finally have some great high paying jobs. I think Toronto okay. has a wind at its back right now. You know, it's one of the top AI places in the world. Um, the fact that Google could have gone to any city on earth to build this smart city, and they're doing right. it here in Toronto. I mean, I think that you're going to. Are see we getting Amazon? Hopefully, we'll get Amazon, <laughs> and if not, Amazon will have a big in, presence here. Got any here. inside information? I don't. On that? I don't, but I, I can't imagine yeah, that Facebook. Quite a few, quite and, a few potential these, tenants there if, yeah, for this, you this if is, they come. This is a tech hub of the world. Yes. So what happens is these, and these high paying and financial. Yeah. So these people need a place to live. So I can't imagine that over the next ten years. Toronto is an incredible place to, to invest. Yeah, I, I do have a predisposition for I, I do like, um, you know, townhomes. Mm -hmm. I do like, you know, anytime where there's some kind of, you know, something on the ground. Yeah. Um, but I think that anything you can buy that hopefully will cover itself or has some kind of positive cash flow. And, yeah. and just so you know, I do believe anyone that's furnished rentals can have cash flow positive. So maybe mm -hmm. as an unfurnished rental, maybe has negative cash flow. Right. But the moment you move to furnished rentals, I believe that even, and you know better than I do, yeah. uh, Andrew, but I believe anything that has a furnished rental right now in Toronto will have a positive cash flow. So mm -hmm. I think you can't go wrong. That, that's my opinion. Because yeah. the, the interest rates are still ridiculously low. Right. So as long as we can lock into those rates, even on five-year uh, basis, I think it's a fantastic opportunity. What, how do you see other markets in Ontario? Because um, one, one of the things that is a big trend uh, with my clients this year and, and people that I'm talking to every day who are interested in investing in real estate and condos in particular, there there's more and more people who are interested, but there's more and more people who are just priced out of Toronto. And yeah, so, listen, it's so, that's, it's a real issue. So you know, you know, I, I do a lot of business in this town called Smooth Rock Falls. So yeah. just to give you the opposite Toronto story, right? So I've been buying houses, uh, seventy thousand to hundred thousand houses. Think about this. I'm buying a house. So I'll give you a, a, a lease I did today. So I bought a house in December for seventy thousand dollars. I don't think I spent more than $10,000 in terms of, of upgrading it. And I've leased it now for $1,300 a month till 2020. So think about the cash flow wow. on that. I think the mortgage That's on that good. property is about, <laughs> about $40,000. Okay. Uh, it's about $200 a month. Um, and the rent $1,300 a month till 2020. So listen, there's opportunities everywhere. The question is, do you want to be a landlord in, in other cities? It's hard enough to be a landlord when the property is down the street from you. Yeah. As you start getting into other cities, it gets more difficult. But I think there's some incredible um, opportunities in small towns and mm -hmm. other markets as well. Um, but I do think a decade from now, if I look at appreciation, yeah. I think Toronto will eclipse anything that I'm doing right. in other smaller markets. So right. I think there's a cash flow argument to be, to be made for smaller markets. But I think in terms of appreciation, Toronto will win out over any small town. Driven by the job market? By the job market. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's interesting. So you think that the job market and the growth in the in the in that sector, especially the tech sector, are you saying it's grossly sort of underreported on or underappreciated or, or misunderstood? Yeah, I think we're early on on the terms of the tech opportunity that Toronto has. We've been a laggard. Yeah. And I think over the next decade you're gonna see Toronto being recognized globally. Actually as, just today, just this morning, Uber, I don't know if you saw that, Uber announced another, I think, two hundred million dollar new investment downtown Toronto, more jobs. Yeah, it's going to keep happening. And, the, and these jobs, just to give you an example, I have an AI company. I was trying to hire some AI people. So we're talking about people that are in university. So I'm trying to hire people in university. And I, I thought we gave them a very good offer, like a very good <laughs> offer. And the gentleman comes back. He says, well, you know, your offer was very good. Thank you so much. I'd love to work with you. But I just got this from Facebook. 
and they're giving me a quarter million dollar signing bonus. So he, he, <laughs> that was a signing bonus, okay? He's in university. He's in university. So okay. what's happening is there's a rush for talent in this in this in this city, mm -hmm. and the salaries in tech are incredible. Mm -hmm. We've never seen this in Toronto. Right. So Toronto has had an issue with we've had kind of stagnant wages for for decades. Right. Well, that's changing now because of the technology business. So I think you're going to see a new boom. Um, so my my bet is over the next ten years on the luxury side of the rental market. Um, mm -hmm. It's going to be exciting. Now, on the other sides that aren't affected by tech, maybe not so much, but on the luxury side, you know, I remember when I met with uh, Brad Lamb, he was working on a project. Uh, yeah. um, and I know, you know, you're a friend with Brad. Yeah. And this is years ago, we did it, we did um, a, a project. He said, you know, Roman, I think that we're going to get $3 a foot in rents for this building. It was, I think uh, the project was called King Charlotte. I said, yeah. Brad, are you serious? He goes, yeah. He goes, I think we'll get three bucks a rent. It was, it was, he was forecasting a couple this years was, ahead of time. This was only about five, six years ago. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, Brad, you know, it sounds aggressive maybe. Now I'm seeing right now $5 rents yeah. per foot. So the rents that we're seeing today, I think are, are, are really giving us a sense of what's happening. Mm -hmm. um, but I think if you follow technology companies right now, because they're really, they're the dominant, uh, they're the dominant companies, they're, they, they're loving Toronto and they're just getting started here. So I think that we yeah. have a huge, again, on the luxury side. Right. And, and I think it, it goes well if you've got a product that, that's, that meets a need of, of a luxury millennial that doesn't want to commit, that wants all the services. Right. And again, that's why we built Sociable Living for that demographic. Interesting. Um, I know you spend a lot of time in the Muskokas and Collingwood as well. That's, that's an interesting market as well. I mean, what... What are you seeing in the in cottage country market, Muskoka's Collingwood in particular? There's a lot of development happening in Collingwood, I know. Um, it's booming. Muskoka, uh, yeah. I'm hearing that it's like a record year for, for the cottage market. Like It is, it is. What so, are you seeing in, in those markets and what does that tell you? How do you tie that into the bigger picture of, of what's happening? So Muskoka is, is a great market. Um, the rents are, are very high. If you, if you want to do, for example, luxury rentals, and Muskoka, the rents are high. The challenge with Muskoka has been that they're anti-development. So it's very difficult yeah. to get projects done. There's very few projects. Sure. Um, but there, listen, there's a tremendous wealth in, in the city of Toronto. And when you become wealthy in Toronto, you love to get out of the city on weekends. Mm -hmm. And there's a few places that we tend to gravitate to, and Collingwood is one, and Muskoka is one. So I think they have a built-in market. Um, I've seen a tremendous boom in Blue Mountain the last couple of years, uh, like literally the last 12 to 18 months. To give you an example, I bought a place pre-construction. It doubled in value in two years. I mean, these are incredible things. In, in this is in, in Collingwood. So I think there's a pent-up demand of baby boomers hmm. that are now able to work maybe two or three days uh, a week outside their home, outside okay. the city. Yeah. So yes, I'm seeing that boom happening in, in Collingwood, which I'm really bullish on Collingwood. I think there's a lot of growth there. Interesting. Uh, Muskoka, I think, is more, still more of an end-user market. It's a great place to go, but it's kind of dead outside the summer. Yeah. While Blue Mountain and Collingwood specifically, it's booming because it's a 12-month season. Right. And you've got a place that you can be in 90 minutes. So. I would be very bullish on any projects uh, in Collingwood. Interesting. Interesting. Any other areas, any other areas sort of within striking distance of Toronto that are maybe on your radar screen or you're seeing interesting things happen or there's reason for a lot of optimism? Just curious. I think, I think Canadians need to really think deep and hard about uh, their lifestyle and U.S. and the weather in places like Florida yeah. make a lot of sense to me. You can buy a beautiful condo 
in great places in Florida yeah. for l- like $300 a foot. Yeah. Like, at, you know, at $400 a foot, it's spectacular. Right. Um, so I think, and the rents yeah. and the rents support it. So yeah. I think that you need to, to, to think beyond Canada okay. and it's not scary to buy in the U.S. and right. I think it's okay. So, and, a, and the U.S. economy is booming yeah. and it will continue to boom for a long time. So I do think that outside of Toronto, Missis- you know, Muskoka, Collingwood, think about, think about where else you'd like to, to be at. You know, okay. I've, I've owned condos in, in, in Phoenix, I've owned places in, in Florida, and these are just great places. So I, I think that they will continue to do well as well, long-term as well. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Roman, it's been great chatting with you. Is there anything I, I forgot to ask you or that you wished I had have asked you in this chat we've been having? No, Andrew, I think you've done an incredible job to all of your, um, all your customers and you've done such a good job of analyzing market trends and being very transparent with you know, what are the hot, pro- you know, hot projects. And I think as long as you know, we let people know the long-term side, because I think yeah. you know, we're not day traders here. You know, real estate is a yeah, long-term absolutely. play. And I think if, you, if, if your investors look at the long-term of real estate and if they, if they don't have the appetite or the time to manage their own properties, giving them an alternative, giving them an alternative that, hey, here's a company that will manage their, their property. They're still gonna make great returns, mm-hmm. um, but like mutual funds, they, they can sleep right. at night. They don't, have to, they don't have to get calls in the, on the weekends to deal with you know, backed up toilets. Right. <laughs> so we would love to be their partner on, 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 on their real estate uh, property management. Awesome, great. Uh, if people wanna get a hold of you or learn more about uh, sociable living or N5R, your various other companies, what, where's the best place to, yeah, so to go? Or do you want to give an email or phone number? Yeah, Sociable Living is, is a great place if you want to learn about co-housing. And we're, we're okay. going to spend a lot more time educating people about co-living and co-housing. We're really passionate about this. Yep. So Sociable Living is, is great for that. And then for real estate developers that might be listening, uh, N5R.com is our company for 20 years. And you know we've pre-sold now over, over you know, $5 billion of, of, of projects in 15 countries. So we always like to look for great projects around the world. Great. Okay, we'll definitely include a link to to that in the show notes for this episode. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much, Andrew. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.